0: Fantasy managers, hello and welcome back to the Game Week 20 FPL show by FPL Addicts powered by esports live and sponsored by bonus bank a quick big thank you to our sponsor bonus bank for supporting us and our community for this season make sure you're checking out the details in the caption below so you can learn how to take advantage of bookie promotions it's free to set up You can also receive a 25 percent discount off your first premium month with the discount code down below as well and if you're listening or watching and if you're enjoying the content make sure you give our video some love drop us a like rating or review and as well as subscribe today we've got the three amigos we're back after a fairly poor game week 19 for all three of us all around we've got ollie and we've got jack so ollie how are you doing mate
1: yeah very very well thank you merry christmas to all the fpl managers and a happy new year to uh to all of you hopefully your um you you know festivities are going better than your fpl managing because it's been a tough one for most people or well, definitely better than uh, for me anyway because i've had an awful festive period but hopefully you're all well and it's great to be back on the podcast again with a couple of absolute top lads
0: yeah, absolutely. Damo, it's good to see you, mate. Hope you uh, had a, a good FPL week and a lovely Christmas with all your family and everything. And uh, I'm sure we'll be uh, speaking to you and seeing you a little bit soon. Jack, how are you doing? Did you have a good Christmas? I know Man United didn't bring you too much cheer this morning, but have you had a, have you had a good one?
2: Well, His Jack's microphone hasn't, hasn't. His microphone Jack's hasn't. hasn't. <laughs> Out <of> the turntables. <laughs> <we> <laughs> Here we go. You can tell I've had a few beers, haven't you? Um, Anyway, so yeah, I've had a a cracking Christmas, boys. Uh, Good to be on the podcast and uh, yeah, delighted to be here. And good to see you faces online and uh, as well as in person over the last couple of days as well.
0: Absolutely. And uh, we won't keep you waiting any longer because, you know, we're here to talk about FPL. We're not here to talk about Christmas or anything like that. But as Ollie said, hope you had a wonderful Christmas and a, a brilliant time as we head into the cringe. new
2: year. What a strange <laughs> this guy is, huh? Didn't get my from... Didn't get, Didn't <laughs> FPL get away Grinch.
0: <laughs> FPL Grinch, that's brilliant anyway we'll uh, we'll move on to a little bit of review for game week 19 the uh, couple of fixtures that were played there were of course three that were postponed so seven of them did go ahead as planned and ollie was there a fixture that really stood out for you i can see one there where there was nine goals which i'm fairly certain at least one of you is going to pick so was there one that really stood out for you mate
1: yeah i don't really want to rant about postponements too much after the shambles that happened down in hull earlier this week but um But look, or the weekend, I should say. But I will take that nine goal game, as you mentioned. I had a look at some of these goals yesterday, all of them. My days. They were an absolute flurry. Obviously, Man City got off to a flyer. Obviously, won the game 6 3, but 4 0 up at one point. Had it pegged back to 4 3. You know, we've obviously got the manager of the week later on who was. Let's face it, don't want to be, you know, don't want to be scathing or anything, but was very lucky off the back of this game with a certain captain choice. But but Raheem Sterling was brilliant in this game. City racing out to a four goal lead. It looked like, you know, a question of how many Leicester all back into it. Obviously, in at show against his former club got himself a goal. Didn't really celebrate. Um, you know, similar scenes to sort of Neil Mopé as well against Brentford. Um, but City not, not, not Riyad Mahrez against Leicester though. I <laughs> saw celebrated. that. I, I was I was watching that. I was like, Leicester made you. You'd be nothing without Leicester. He was in like the third tier of French football before he moved to Leicester, and he just gone and celebrated. You know, a, a peno was it against him? Like you've just scored it from one from 12 yards that you're expected to score against the club that made you, have a bit of respect, Um, but a good win for City, Um, you know, they're going to be up up at the top of the league, you'd think, at the end of the season anyway, probably my title, as I'm going to predict, so good win for them against the Deeds, lesser side, Um, yeah, that's the game I'll cover.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, good to see you, James, and uh, and Matt as well. Hope you're having a wonderful time up in Queensland, enjoying all the good weather. Um, it's it's been all right down here in Melbourne weather-wise, so uh, you're not missing out on too much. But hope you boys had a, a great Christmas and uh, a good time as we head into the new year as well. Jack, a second fixture. There's only three of us on today, so you're going to have to pick another fixture yourself. Was there another fixture from an FPL
2: perspective that really stood out to you? Oh, it's got to be the thriller this morning, one-one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not going to pick that game. I think um, the one to look out for, FPL assets, ones the players that we didn't have uh, in the Spurs camp, uh, we had uh, obviously Kane and Son hitting Lucas Moura running riot against Crystal Palace. It was a, a couple of assets that we all want to have. Probably haven't made the move early enough to have in our camp. But um, yeah, Spurs looking good onto Conte versus Crystal Palace. Obviously, we want to mention the Arsenal assets in there against Arsenal versus Norwich. 5-0, unbelievable. Absolutely smashing it in there, aren't they? But I think the um, Son and Kane, who's definitely on my radar, hitting, smashing, doing the business. But Lucas Moura coming away with 17 points, looking very good in there. Happy days, huh? The yeah, will be happier
0: he's cheap as well as that Lucas Moore so we've already seen him yeah. rise in price once so I'm going to imagine it's going to be more of the same at the minute if he can keep up this form because under Conte he has been absolutely brilliant um, that was the the fixtures and the results for game week 19 but in terms of the uh, the mini league the paid mini that we've got there's only one change to the top three we had Nathan Burgess breaking in to third there and Geordie Wilson and Donal Breslin uh, still managed to remain top of this league and they're cracking, you know, cracking on towards 1,300 points now as top of the league on our Breslin, so they're doing absolutely brilliant. You can see there, Nathan, with that huge green arrow, got 74 points this week, uh, which brings him up into third place. In terms of the manager of the week from our paid League, however, is uh, one of the Guru's best mates, Matt Cowling. Uh, He's absolutely smashed it this week. Uh, It's his first manager of the week prize. He got 82 points in this game week, which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, He played his free hit. He captained Raheem Sterling, which I'm sure not many people would have had the guts to do. He did tell me on Twitter that he tried to change it and he didn't mean to captain. Sterling but I told him that you're not meant to say that you're meant to take all the credit that you possibly can (laughs) he had Lucas Moura as well so he's absolutely hit the nail on the head this week with his free hit if you were going to use it you don't want it to go to waste you know you've got to do that and he has done brilliantly there hasn't he Jack you know 20 Aussie dollars in his back pocket as well and uh, 82 FPL points.
2: Well, listen, the, uh, Matt Cowlin, obviously a Liverpool fan, is in our payment He's very interactive on our Discord community online. He's the understudy to Matt Matt Day. I'm sure Matt's taking him onto <laughs> his wing, giving him all the information. He's, he's going to put his own spin on there as well. He'll hate that, actually, to be fair. But um, he's done cracking there. He's done cracking. Like, to put Raheem Sterling as captain for your week, he's gone for the random free hit... I guess, in a way, because some people have held on to that, obviously, like people like myself held on to it, he's gone for it, and he's put Sterling as captain. I think that's a massive call, and obviously, I know you, I know he's messed up, but he was thinking it, he, he kind of went with his gut. That's massive, Oli, would you would you be happy with that? Do you know what I mean? Would you take a risk like that?
1: I mean, it's obviously worked for him, hasn't it? Um, if we're being honest, he's slightly lucky captain choice, we know, but look, a player that probably hasn't, you know, Obviously, a brilliant player, Raheem Sterling, but not really talked about much in captain circles. Had a brilliant game, and he's obviously done well. So, I wouldn't have done personally. I mean, that's, I it, that's his first double
2: hit, double digit haul of the of the season. season. You know, he, he, yeah, he but came but, off a great Euros, didn't he? And then he know, was brilliant. Well, I
1: mean, the thing is, he he wasn't great for England, but he he, he came up when it mattered. And that's what the thing I loved about Reem Sterling. He was good for England. He, he, he was good for England. In, well, in really. parts he
0: put in a few. Poor performances, but he always managed to
1: that's pop up point. with the goal. That's, that's yeah. my point. I agree, Elliot, hundred percent. Um, but you know, and he's he's done really well. Um I wouldn't have gone with him. Maybe still into play we've got to look at. Like if he's putting in performances like that, if he can do that week in, week out, we've got to look at him. He's a top player on his day. We've known that for years. Um but you know, he's just wrought himself back into FPL uh, contention with the team. It, the top is he game. better?
2: Is he better as a team player? Like kind of in, uh, to make the to make the dream work, sort of thing, or is he better as an individual? So I guess that matters in FPL.
1: Team player, team player, player definitely. But the thing is, Man City—they've got so many options you can use. It's just which one's going to fire. They've got an embarrassment of riches. Pep's got everyone. We see it. We talk about it more in defence, don't we, than in midfield. But even in midfield, you've got, you know, Bernardo, De Bruyne. You know, in an FPL sense, even if you know, maybe not the same position on the pitch. In FPL sense, you've got all those players and many, many many more. Mares, Grealish. So is Sterling, you know, Sterling's obviously got to be in that conversation now, but I wouldn't have taken that risk. But fair play, even yeah, if there everybody. was a huge <laughs> slice of luck in there, fair play <laughs> to Matt Cowling for having the armband on him. He'll take it. He'll take fair, it.
0: Fairly certain it happened as well because of the the infamous FPL website crashing, which... I don't know, I'm sure you boys have seen it. We're all on Twitter, all follow a lot of FPL accounts. That's pretty much all we ever see. So everyone pretty much heard of it. You know, the, the website crashing and everything. So that has played into uh, to Matt Cowan's favour there a little
2: to bit. F- I to, to be fair, Il, I think I crashed before the Boxing Day crash on FPL. <laughs> 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 well, what, did, 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 what do you blame? What do you blame here?
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the people at FPL were just having a, a really good Christmas, weren't they? So you know they were they were still partying much into the the morning and everything. And uh, the website did manage to go down, but you know it's a good point that Ollie makes there. You know, with Man City, they've got all those wingers to choose from, um, an absolute abundance. I saw a tweet this week, you know, that only scientists, you know, choose at the right time which Man City wingers to bring in and everything. And you know, managed to to tag D. Ten. And I don't know if he's watching along live now. I'm sure he's probably uh, asleep ready for coaching in the morning or something but he was saying that you know you don't need science when you've got razzle and that's the most important thing and uh you know he said he wasn't too good at science but he was good at razzle so that's all you need to be good at is the the eye test not much of a scientist
1: i suppose one more thing i want to get to um we might get onto the question itself later but it's just a point about again what in the comments mentioned about bernardo silver and the benching dilemma um it's, it's it's a thing with pep as well pep you know Benching plays himself. He's got a benching dilemma, and we've got an FPL as well. It's it, it's crazy how good that Man City team is. A uh, question from I hope I'm pronouncing this right uh, from Nishal here saying got a benching dilemma between Bernardo, Bowen, Alonso, and King. You know, at the moment, you know, it's a tough one to call. But Bernardo is one that you know. I think your well, D10 advocated for. He's a player that you know. Not D10 many people have had. The movement, mate. He, 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 the he did. He did. He really team. did. He, you he know, he was the trailblazer, win. but. You know, he's one that not too many have. Um, but, you know, that Nichelle's got a potential issue with and you've, we've got to make decisions and give a bit of advice. Even when the Guru's not here, then we're trusted to make advice. It's probably not going to go well for you. So but Elliot, what would you do there, mate?
0: It's a difficult one for me, I think. You know, I've got three out of those four players there. The only one that I don't have um, from that sort of dilemma there is Josh King. So, I will obviously be starting Alonzo Bowen, um, and Bernardo, myself personally, but I think Bernardo Silva has to start Brentford away. I think Man City, you're seeing what they're doing to these teams at the minute. They've definitely got the ability to turn them over. Um, and I think Bernardo Silva's probably due a goal at this point. I know the guru loves to say that players are due a goal, um, but I feel like he, he really is due a, a nice return um, for how he's been playing recently. I think West Ham are quite depleted at the minute, so I'm not too sure what they're going to be able to do. I'm obviously starting Bowen. I back him in to get a return. But I think in terms of... The game at the minute, I would probably still play Bowen over Alonso just purely because it only takes one goal and then your Alonso Hall is absolutely gone. So I've sort of learned this season, especially you should usually favour the attacking player because it doesn't just take one lapse of judgment or, you know, a goalkeeping error or a defensive error and then all your points for Alonso are pretty much gone. But I think they're both really good options, but I would probably be benching Josh King if it was me. Um... And then I'd probably bench between Alonso or Bowen. Definitely start Bernardo. But I'm going to say start Alonso, bench Bowen, bench King. And then you've always got them there. If players aren't playing, if there's postponements, all that sort of stuff. So you're going to be safe for there. Jack, do you sort of agree with uh, my analysis there?
2: I'm, I'm there am thereabouts. You know, I think Bernardo is due. I, he's in my team. A lot of people have got him in, his, in their teams as well. So I'm hoping he holds and... As we've said the last couple of uh, definitely the last couple of podcasts anyway we've uh, live and learnt about the defensive, you know uh, you know versus the attacking go over the attacking assets on your subs bench so I think yeah definitely up on there Um, I'm just in uh, James Gavlin has fallen asleep must be tired he's missing your podcast should I wake him up so <laughs> Mike, Gaston, Mike Gaston who's the hero on our uh, on our podcast and our Discord community he's the uh, he's a trooper still going it must be a, a hard couple of days in Brisbane. <laughs>
0: The real, the real Gazdan Guru, because he's the one that's awake watching the podcast, getting all the information. Get him awake,
2: Matt. Get him awake. Get yeah. him awake, Wake him up, mate. Wake him up.
0: Come on. Absolutely. And it's uh, it's nice to see you in the chat as well, Quentin. And uh, PSB, as far as we know, I'm from Twitter, it's uh, really nice to see you and best of luck for you uh, this week, mate. We do have a quick question from Quentin. Uh, Ollie, I'll let you answer this one. He says, couldn't get Salah back in, so I have son. What's your thoughts? Going to Captain Cancelo?
1: Oh, first of all, Captain Defenders... If you're going to captain one, maybe Man City might be the option. Uh, Brentford away is an away fixture, so it's an interesting one. Going Cancelo. To answer your actual question, Salah, I probably would. I'm not. I, you know, I don't think it's too big a problem if you've sold him. I'm. I've sold him as well. I did go to to Bruno, who somehow one game before before the yellow cards get wiped, he picks one up, which is very frustrating. <laughs> um, I don't mind Son. Obviously, you know now with hopefully a Tottenham upturn after a good result of the weekend. Son probably will be the catalyst to a lot of the things that, um, that Tottenham are going to try and do. So I, I don't mind that. Obviously, Salah with AFCON now looks less attractive, although as soon as he comes back, you've got to have a plan to get him in. I've got three million in the bank and I'm going to keep some spare to get Salah back in as soon as he's ready. Um, but But yeah, I don't mind Son as an option.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, you hit the nail on the head there, Oli. I'm personally going to be going without Salah for the next two weeks, Quentin, before he goes to AFCON. And I've got Son in as well. And it's either going to make or break my season. And I've got a feeling it's going to break it because I think he's due a big, big return against Leicester. And I'm mate. just going to sit there praying.
1: <laughs> Let's be honest, mate. Have um, you both, both shot anyway. him out I transferred him out for this
0: post. game week. Did
2: you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Same. Took him out for I, Son
0: I, this I, week. I, I, did you watch him against, against Leicester? No. 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 Well, it it was just difficult because obviously they didn't have the game, sorry, for for game week 19. So I took him out for Son for that one because Son was playing. Son got lucky, scored with his last touch of the game pretty much. He wasn't brilliant, but, you know, he gets the FPL points. That's all that really matters. Of course, yeah. And I checked that, you know, AFCON, the fixtures that Salah's going to miss out on in my team for the next two would be Leicester and Chelsea. And you know, it's Mohammed's salary, he can return against any team in the league, can't he? So it is really, a really big risk. And I think Is he is he the best player in the world or not? He probably on form is is the best player in the world this season for sure. Like Agreed. there's been two two game weeks um when he hasn't got some sort of attack in return from 19 game weeks of, of Premier League football, which is absolutely absurd. Um, so he's going to end the season on pretty high numbers if he can keep it up. But I think it is possible to go without Salah, but I would make sure you got premiums elsewhere. So I think if you've got Son, it's probably going to be somewhat suitable cover. But yeah. don't click it.
2: Is, is, anyone going KD, is anyone going KDB straight in
0: for Salah? Guru, he... Guru's Guru's loving KDB at the minute. Captain yeah. him again this week, and you know he's rewarded him. So it's about time that he, he got a big return. KDB. He's been out injured for a while, so I think he's another brilliant option. I'd say Son or KDB are the the two to go for if you're going to take Salah out personally.
2: Yeah, listen. I was I was playing about with my my team this morning, just seeing what I could do before deadline. Uh, obviously, we'll get into transfers and stuff soon, but. I was thinking, how can I get them both in? You know, I want, I want, I think I want both the assets in there. If you, you feel like, if you haven't got a salary, you, you need one person to replace, but then maybe another premium, don't you? I don't know. I've got a bit of FOMO about that. I think.
0: I know it, it's you've got to have those sort of premium players in your team just to sort of put your your heart at rest and everything, don't you? So it's an interesting one, but I do think it is possible to go without Salah for the next two weeks. Don't clip it and don't bring it back when Salah returns two weeks in a row with double digit hauls. And um, we've got another it, question. Though. I can as well. <laughs> so I'm moving on quickly to the next question. Best forward under six million for me. It's Brozier at the minute. Um, he's doing yeah. the business for Southampton, five point two million. Looked at him before, Ollie. If I'm not mistaken, I think you're going to be looking to bring him in your team this
1: week. I mean, I know like we've talked about our transfer section, like, we're, but since we're here, I'm going to... Spoiler alert, not that anyone really cares. It's not like Spider-Man or something where people actually care what I'm doing this week, but Broja's is the one I brought in, um, and I can advocate for it. Um, obviously... He's done miles better than Armstrong has. I expected Armstrong to go there and do a lot of things after what he did with us. But, uh, you know, he's really hit the ground running as Broja. Um, obviously with the Cobham Academy, they've produced a lot of good players, and they've you know got another one here. Uh, twelve points his Palace with the goal and assist recently. Um, you know his run of fixtures, if you look at it, is a bit shady. But you can bench a player at that price anyway. So I would be looking at Broja. Um, obviously, he's under it, six, it, under is it, six is it, million. Enough? You've got. You've Ollie, got Dennis. Is he, is he enough six? to carry you through as a second striker? You could have him as a third striker. What about, third. A
2: what about a second? Is he enough?
1: Second not? Oh. probably not. If you're looking for a second, I've also got Dennis who is six million. I don't know. You obviously say Is, he, eight going to, under
0: is six. he going to Afcon? He's, he's going to AFCON. Are you going he to choose for
1: King? Um, I might I'm don't know what I'm gonna do there, but you can go one of those two. Obviously, you know, it depends on how on how the countries do, obviously, at Afcon. Um because obviously if they go further they'll obviously be a way longer captain obvious ollie there uh, but if nigeria if nigeria <laughs> get, down, I, mean, Cheers, be fair, I, I don't think i don't think nigeria will be will be bundled out early but let's yeah. say they are then then dennis is back and you've got a good player there who's going to play and going to score goals because he's been electric for watford um nigeria will probably go far so that's one thing you've got to consider um, so yeah, he could, and then also if he you know, if they do, then King probably gets his opportunity. Obviously Norwegian, so he won't be affected uh, by Afghanistan um Juggler's <laughs> I'm not wrong. I'm not. I'm not wrong. Not wrong You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, so obviously he'll get his opportunity. Um, so so this starts King
2: King Obroja.
1: There you go. Let's be when,
2: when that question came up, though, because I'm, I was playing my team this morning. I'm thinking, I think I'm probably going to go five in midfield during this mm-hmm. next couple of weeks. I go heavy in midfield rather than versus up top. So when I was asking that question, I was thinking, well, a lot of people have got the Watford assets or... So that's why I was thinking. Is Brozier, the second striker? If people have got, you know, uh, Ronaldo, uh, Kane, Lukaku, for example, I think in two strikers is probably my maximum. I don't think I'll get three strikers. Like Huang, for example, got an, in, like an injury over the last couple of days or he's out until February. So I'm going... I think I might have to go two strikers only. So that's what I was thinking... I
0: think, I think it's possible. If you've got yeah. five five good midfielders, I think it's definitely possible to have Brescia as your second striker. And just, just,
2: just write off that third striker because I think managers will be in that position now because you don't know where to transfer. I was looking at my ones. I'm going, ooh, if Salah's going, I'm going to have to think about my transfer strategy around these moves now. And if he goes out, I've got to replace him with a premium. That's a transfer gone. I've got Huang just gone for an injury. So do I replace him? I've got Ramsdale out for the next game. And then they've got City. In goal. so these these moves causing massive headaches.
0: Yeah, and the thing with with Afcon as well and Liverpool, the, the big one for me is the, the question about Divacarigi because obviously, Ollie, you would know that Belgium is also not an African country, so Arigui won't be participating. <laughs> <in Afghanistan. laughs> but is Arigui going to be getting a start? Because if he is, I'm fairly certain that
2: is he not injured?
0: Th- is he injured? I think he's got a flag on him. You know, does he? Because uh, I, I thought he played the other week um, in the Cup for Liverpool.
1: Maybe. Let's maybe have,
2: it, Let's have look he might, a look at him. He might pick an up and try find it. Uh,
1: try no and find flag. It. No, oh, no, there is. Knee injury.
2: Wow. There you oh, go. Yeah. Because awesome. yeah, he's 4.8 now. I was thinking, oh, who's under 5 mil under Broja. Yeah. And then Origi. He turned up for 22 minutes this season, scored one. No, he scored two in 26 minutes. 36 minutes, he scored two goals. Uh, yeah, and... there's a two. There's a two against Palace up
1: there. So third time lucky. He's got thirty-eight minutes. He's got thirty-eight
2: <laughs> minutes. There good you go.
1: Jack. Good Jack. We've had a nightmare tonight. Geography
2: not... and match I, was try... tonight. I was trying to <laughs> the I sat right at the bottom of the table. There, Thirty-eight, um... thirty-eight, two goals, and he's out injured. So he's off. He's done. Yeah. Never mind. Didn't yeah. It? yeah. Yeah. Another so it's going to be
1: interesting. Was... I was going to say, speaking of strikers, another good one, especially with the Wilson injury this morning from Best forward up for 8.2, right down the bottom, Mikel Antonio. So he wants Mikel Antonio back in Des I was tempted, you know, I was turned away from Antonio because of his flag, because of his injury. Um, And of course, he then went ahead and scored, uh, which didn't help. Uh, Would you talk me out of transferring him in? No, I wouldn't, personally. He's in my
0: side. He's in my side.
2: I'm looking at him, 100%. (laughs) I will not write him off. I I think it's tough with with West Ham, though, isn't it? Because... They, they, they're not. They're going to be starting to wean off soon, surely. In terms they already of, are. I think you know they I mean? already are. They're conceding goals, or they winning games. Obviously, they've had to bring Antonio out at half. Was he come out at half time to score? Like, and then he came on and scored. Was that what yeah.
0: happened? He, he and, only got forty-five.
2: So, but would you write him off? He's going to score goals, isn't he? He's still going to score goals. I think if anyone's going to score goals, I don't think Bowen can carry him. I don't think Bowen can carry him. No, it's, player,
0: it's an interesting one with with West Ham because they've got so many good players, but they just don't have the the depth that the other big teams do well, today. They, they? They so, probably,
2: they've probably got 14 good players, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and that's you know it's not going to be good enough at the end of the day to get you over the line in the Premier League and Champions you know, League. Yeah, you can already see it that they're getting really tired and all that sort of stuff. Um, qu- Sorry, Oz Spikes just said we got a little bit sidetracked. We have got a little bit sidetracked. We've talked for a while. <laughs> I've got one more question and then I'll show you the rest of the mini leagues and then we'll go through our teams and then our transfers and our captain discussion for the upcoming game week. Just one more question. Best Ramsdale replacement at five million? For me personally, there's two at the minute. I think Sanchez has got a good set of yeah. fixtures coming up after, I think, He's got Man City not this week, the week after. Or maybe it's not Man City. He's got a, a purple fixture uh, coming up next game week. And then after that, it's looking fairly good. Oh, no, sorry. They've got Chelsea this week. They play Chelsea this week. So they've got the, the purple fixture this week. Then after that, it's looking fairly good um, for Brighton. And then the other one, which I can't really believe that I'm saying this, but <laughs> the best set of fixtures in the league right now is Everton. So it might be time to look at Little Pickford. Arms, Jordan Pickford. Because the dinosaur. Despite- He's actually erectus. been okay this season. Um, he was good at the Euros for England, so it pains me to say it. So I'm hoping someone else can chirp him with a, a better. Elliot, Elliot is
2: is quiet. Because it, it, you haven't heard of him, does so that I mean he's doing all right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't made any blunders, has he? So he, he's doing the bang <laughs> average. Smashed. They've been getting yeah. smashed on there. Yeah, and the issue is, is that it's also Everton and they're quite inconsistent and in everything this season um, so it's a, it's a difficult one but I would say those two for me at the minute. I've had Sanchez in all season I don't plan on getting him out anytime soon because he's cheap and he gets your points um, Just as I said that we'll move on to the next section we've got a couple more questions. Keep all the questions coming in because we're absolutely loving it. Obviously the deadline isn't too far away now we've got 14 people watching along so if you've got any questions get them in. We've got another one from Matt Worth He says James Bernardo and Emil Smithrow all great but it as it is the time now to get rid. That's an interesting one. Um I'm not too sure. James and Bernardo, um, I've definitely, I don't have James on my team personally. I've definitely thought about getting rid of Bernardo Silva. He's going to be on watch for the next two game weeks for me, I think. But Smith Rowe, at 6 million, I don't really see the point in getting rid of him. I think you can't really do much wrong. And, you know, I know he hasn't necessarily been starting or anything, but... He did score and he's been getting points for Arsenal and everything. So maybe if you want to go to a Bukayo Saka or a Gabriel Martinelli, that's a better option. But, you know, Smith Rowe, I definitely wouldn't be looking to get rid of it at the minute because he's so cheap. But James and Bernardo Silva are that more expensive price for their position. So I can definitely understand why I want to get rid of them. Jack, what do you make of this?
2: Yeah, you thought you should say that, Elks? Like I was, like I said, I was messing around my team this morning, trying to fit, find a way. I've got two free transfers this week, right? Well, I know we'll talk about transfers soon. But Bernardo is playing deeper for City, potentially. So I need to look at what I'm doing with him. I haven't got James, so he's probably not in my thinking, but I've got ESR. Now, Arsenal got a fixture in the next game week. And then they've got City. So there's two game weeks where ESR you could potentially get rid of. So I think it's probably a good time to look at. And you could downgrade him. If you are getting rid of Salah, then you can obviously downgrade Salah. And then you've got two... Like what I'm looking at now is looking at getting two premiums in with KDB and Son. So I'm trying to make a bit of room, free a bit of space to bring two more expensive players in, rather than uh, going sideways or anything like that. So if I downgrade ESR to, you know, I'm looking at Damari Gray for example, or you know, someone even lesser like Anthony Gordon for Everton, who've got good fixtures, he's playing a lot of minutes. Um so yeah, ESR, I am looking at downgrading, and Bernardo, I am looking at. Um, you're replacing with a better City asset, even if that's Marez or even, for example. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely looking at changing.
0: Damari Gray is one that I've definitely got my eye on at the minute. Um, maybe getting rid of Bernardo for him. I think that's a yeah. very good shout. I've looked at him because Damari Gray started the season like a house on fire. He was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. He was getting points left, right and centre. And then the horrible fixtures just hit for them. They're coming out of that now. They've got a lot of green coming up. So, I think it's uh, it's definitely time to, to be getting Damari Gray back in your team. He's cheap gets points, plays with intensity. Um, we've seen what he can do this season he looks like a new player since he's come back to the Premier League um, so I definitely think that's a good shout but yeah I, I, it's a good point that you make with Smithrow again Jack because they do sort of have those two games which will probably end up being write-offs for them if you can you know shift him out for someone like a Damari Gray I think you will get value from that but you know Arsenal have been good this season and Smithrow can keep his place in that team um, you know when the fixtures do pop back up again I definitely think he's one to have in your team even if he sits first on your bench at six million he's not breaking in the bank um and you know with not too many premium strikers this season uh, that are really doing the business um it's definitely worthwhile having those sort of more expensive bench midfielders if possible uh in my opinion we do have another another question from Quentin Jack and it's about man united this morning do we put it down to covid distractions he says and is sancho a sneaky option this week
2: oh I'd, I'd love to be positive about United, but after watching what I saw this morning, like Sancho did all right this morning, to be fair. Second half, we looked a lot better than what we did the first half. But as you know, uh, L, it wasn't great from United. Uh, you had every chance of winning that game. Um, if it wasn't for David De Gea, it would be obviously amazing. But I think there's a, a lot of issues with United. We know that anyway. That's why Ole got sacked. Ralph's come in. He hasn't spent a lot of time on the training ground with the with the team they've had now uh, tra- the Carrington training ground shut down covid restrictions like Lind- lindelof for example even even uh, had that covid case yesterday varan came in he looked like it was his first game of football ever so i think um <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness it's all up on screen we've got it ralph with uh some of the cartoons from uh, Elliot's uh, preview this week. So um, I think it's uh, very, <laughs> very, very difficult Quentin to bring in Sancho or anything like that. I wouldn't be spending my money there. and I, I, I need to see something a bit more with this 4222 to make sure it works.
1: We need to get back to the mini league most days.
0: <laughs> Which is just ever, ever so quickly with the last one. How's Larice for an option in goal Spurs looks so much better defensively under Conte that I think it is a good option. And how bad was Ronaldo last night? He didn't create a chance and he didn't really have a shot on target. So and cluttered Ryan pretty- Fraser. He did clatter Ryan Fraser, so it was pretty poor. Uh, fair play to Newcastle early. That did look great. It's just we can't really do that every week, I don't think. So it's going to be interesting to see if we can, you know, start to get a little bit of form together. and Maybe we'll have a fighting chance to stay in the division. But with the injuries to, to St and Wilson, I'm not too confident uh, at the minute. But we'll get back on track and we'll go back to the free mini-league. nearly half an hour in and we haven't even done the free mini league lads so uh, we we thank you for all your questions keep keep the questions coming because you know that's obviously the best part is when we can help you guys out and everything and uh, because there's so many of you in if you haven't already make sure you're subscribing and uh, dropping a a like on the live stream as well because it really does help us but in top of the free league still and he has broken the 1300 point mark is FPL planner Billy Bragdon dropped down to second and Donald Breslin it sits there in third so 1300
1: points so far this season Ollie, that's just Absurd, isn't it? Yeah, it's the end of the top lad as well. Interacts with us on Twitter. You know, he's talking about. I saw a tweet this morning about Ronaldo, like all the best case scenario, worst case scenario, how he would drop outside the top 2K if Ronaldo did something. I'm like, mate, you know, us peasants in the top 700K, and you're talking <laughs> about the top 2K, but like fair play, he's done brilliantly and he deserves to be up there. And it, you yes. know, good things happen to good people as well, which is good.
0: Spot on mate. In, in terms of the women's mini, there's been one change to the top three. We've got Tashi still at top. Leanne sits there in second, and Maya has broken her way back into the top three. Um and Karen Spence has dropped down to fifth, which is quite surprising. She started the season so well. Um, she seemed to just taper off a little bit now, but obviously it is a, a difficult festive period for a lot of people. So I'm sure her season will find legs again at some point. In terms of the bonus bank head-to-head mini, um, I did manage to get a win this week, lads, which I'm not really sure how uh with the amount. The- of points that I got this week, which we'll touch on in a minute. I didn't you even know that I me. won; just you just, just assume that I lost. Um, well, I definitely didn't play the average because the average would have beaten me. But Donal Breslin sits in top, Simon Reynolds in second, and Tom Stones in third with Mark Sargent and Ali Pizza Boy out uh, there in fifth as well. So that's how that league's shaping up. And obviously, none of you boys are uh, getting anywhere near me in that league at the minute as well. So it's uh, the one league that I can take somewhat bragging rights from. In terms of our weeks, though, boys. Um, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't very good from us. Um, it's it's going to be quite embarrassing for us to uh, reel off how we went. So in terms of me, 39 points on the eye. Doesn't look awful. Took a four point hit for uh, for Ben Davies because, you know, had to correct my Tavares mistake a couple of weeks ago where I went with Tavares over Davies. Um, and of course, Ben Davies decides he doesn't want to play this week. Tells Conte, no, I'm good. Conte's like, yep, you know what? Give you some rest. Uh, He plays Tanganga instead, who I was very close to putting in my team because he is cheap and I would have just gone with a straight swap to Tanganga from Tavares. But that's not how FPL works and it just seems to want to, uh, you know, punish me as much as it possibly can. But the good about my week, Sanchez with uh, another brilliant return. As I said, he's been my goalkeeper all season. So he's just been absolutely fantastic. Smith Rowe got the late goal for Arsenal. Um, you know, he keeps coming back to haunt FPL managers that don't have him. You see it all over Twitter. You think, you know, Smith Rowe's starting on the bench. He's not going to come on. He's not going to play. He's not going to score. He always seems to pull up with some sort of return as this boy. And uh, I'm loving having him in my side. Bowen got an assist, which was nice because I obviously got him and Antonio in for the uh, the couple of fixtures before uh, this game week, well, you know, the Norwich fixture and all that sort of stuff, but obviously they got cancelled due to COVID, so it's nice to see a return from those two, nine points between them. And then heung Son with the, uh, the late goal for him, um, getting him eight points. And then captain Cristiano Ronaldo, um, more like ghost because he didn't really do much this morning and that's pretty much as far as uh, as far as my week goes the only thing that can uh, make me a little bit happier is seeing that ollie did obviously get two less points than me and he also took a four point hit so a really poor week from you here ollie i'm not going to rib you too much because i had a poor week myself but uh you know take us through the, the the very little good about your week
1: God, if you're outscoring me with that, you know, that absolute awful team, then I should just crawl into an FPL hole and hide because what is this absolute abomination? You know, I've seen three days of England cricket and somehow they perform better than this FPL side. My days, absolutely awful. Can I just say... I'm going to exclude Robert Sanchez from this absolute evisceration that I'm going to go through with this team. Because Robert Sanchez, well played, nine points. Solved the goalkeeping problem that I had with Guaita because he was somehow dropped for some reason. Um, again, Smith-Rowe, good. Bowen good. But we've already talked about them. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, you know, the pen merchant from last season. Um, <laughs> obviously not doing too much other than getting booked and getting suspended right before the yellow cards get wiped. So, whined a lot as well. He did complain this morning. His compatriot, who I captained, was awful, other than absolutely booting Ryan <laughs> Fraser, you know, into outer space, which I found rather amusing. Um he did nothing else. Wilson's <laughs> injured. So I think I'm taking another four point hit to get rid of Callum Wilson too. Um which is great. Oh, no, in fact, no, I've gone the one transfer from Wilson to Brogia, so That's what I made to, to get money to bring Salah back in a couple of weeks. But this team's a shambles. I'm doing awfully. Can I have some green arrows, please, FPL? <laughs>
0: So all I wanted for Christmas, that was all that was on my wish list, boys, to Sansa was just a couple of green arrows in FPL. And uh so far I got a sack of coal and uh just some con- concurrent red arrows from me personally. But Ollie, it's not the best week from you. It's not been the best week from any of us on the podcast today. So we can uh, we can find solace in that. Obviously, because the guru and Reedy did do quite well themselves, but it's not about them this week because they're out, you know doing things other than the podcast. So they're not here. But Jack, take us through your week. You didn't take a, a four-point hit like Oli, but you did land on 33 points uh overall as well. So take us through your team.
2: Yeah, shocking week a bit like you boys. Not as bad in terms of Ollie. But um obviously I got the got the city clean sheet. Uh sorry, the Arsenal clean sheets got the city uh contributions Diaz with that last minute, well last couple of minutes uh assist. Happy days. Uh Liverpool not in there, not in the mix. Um And then Ronaldo, obviously shocking this morning. Nothing to get excited about. There's no double digit holes. Uh, Just trying to, uh, yeah, just try to get through to the average. And I didn't hit the average, um, which was, yeah, really disappointing. I thought I'd have enough in that team to do something. Uh, Obviously, we felt. United against Newcastle was going to be a lot more, so that that's why the captains are Manuel and Ronaldo, like so many in our uh, in our membership base as well, especially in the paid mini. There was so, I think it was more than fifty percent captain Ronaldo. Um, yeah, more Arsenal. Arteta doing the business for us. So yeah, thanks to uh, thanks for him for the uh, 18, 18 points from Arsenal.
0: Big Mikel Arteta is uh, finally doing something for FPL managers, yeah. that is it's nice to see, isn't it?
2: So yeah, listen, it was it was good, but it's, like, I'm looking at these fixtures going into this week. I'm going Ronaldo definitely. Um, COVID obviously wipes out Liverpool game. Got three assets in there fuming, and I thought I just, I just felt Chelsea might, you know, Mason Mount he's been good form, might do something, but he seems to be coming in, in spurts, doesn't he? And City like Bernardo's playing a bit deeper, just absolutely killed so many FPL managers, including myself. So it is, oh, it's just so frustrating, but it's hard to take in it.
0: It is, and you know that's that's the the lows of FPL, and we take the the rough with the smoother, as Ali always says. That's one of his, yeah, his signature phrases. <laughs> just 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 like the smooth, don't you? So it's a uh, it's an interesting one, but uh, just easy, rough,
2: rough, rough. like well, my angle over tomorrow? <laughs> we'll to...
1: oh they see being honest, Jack. <laughs> oh my days.
0: Just, just for clarification ollie is not hungover as well as he said he's uh he's been watching oh. england cricket for the past three days so he my might as well be hung over but he's uh too much sun and i know, too much <laughs> <ball batting laughs> from, from england as well but we can uh, we can move back on to some more questions now before we touch on our transfers and our captains we've got a question from sun goes burr i'm not really too sure what the name is there but i'm not going to judge he says i know ronaldo got a nice fixture but can't calming myself to trash united last game it proved my point What is your view? I think it's an interesting one with Ronaldo because he is so expensive to see a game like he did this morning where he just didn't get involved in the game at all. And I don't personally think that it is necessarily his fault. Personally, I think it is the midfield for Man United. They just can't seem to get the ball to him. And that's the issue because if you give him the ball, He's obviously going to create the chances and put chances away. He's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's done it for the past 15 odd years of his career. So I don't know. I don't necessarily think he is the problem. But in terms of an FPL perspective, you can't be having a player that expensive, you know, not, not really even having a shot on target. It's not a sniff at goal um, for a game when, the, you know, there's better options around the pitch, you know, in different positions and that sort of stuff. Jack, obviously you are the resident Man United fan. So what you sort of make of that?
2: yeah and, and it's it's a tough one because you go listen get him out of your team Do you know what I mean if you if you've got the transfers and you have, and you've got a lot of if you've got um all your fixtures are on for example and you've got the transfers and you're looking to make a move then i, I wouldn't be against it you know cuz like even though we've got burnley next game it is is a good fixture but united need to get the ball to ronaldo and we're struggling to find what we what we are about is very tough. We need more time on the we need more time on the training ground. We need all the players on the training ground. It needs to work out his four two two, or if he does change the formation like he did half time this morning, in obviously in Australia time, um we need to find a balance and the right direction what we're doing. Otherwise it's just not, it's what we were doing under Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. So I think if you have got the moves, you're looking to make a move and you can move him out, then why not look at Harry Kane? Do you know what I mean? Have a look at Harry Kane. I wouldn't I, uh, no one else really particularly excites me outside of that. I think Harry Kane is going to be the differential cause just purely because obviously managers haven't backed him after what he's done. He's only scored one goal since May, I think it is at home this year. I think that's what he did the other day, and then he scored again in the last twenty four hours. So Harry Kane's your man if you're going to you go across. But I'm not. Uh, I've got him in my team. I've got issues to put out elsewhere, so I'm going to concentrate on that. I want to be taking a hit to move him out. If I'm honest.
0: Yeah, I think it's a a fair assessment there. We've got a a question from James and he says, any idea on the Wilson injury? Can't find much online. I've just brought up a a tweet there from Craig Hope, who is probably one of the most reliable Newcastle journalists that you'll find. I think it'll probably be a fair bit of time. I've read a lot of different things, but I've seen, you know, several months out has been suggested for him because when he got fouled, it wasn't even a foul in my opinion. I don't even think Greenwood touched him. I think it was just impact on the ground. He he felt something pop. Um, And we know Callum Wilson, unfortunately, he's a brilliant player, but he he is made of glass. Um, And, you know, he's not one to to avoid injury for too long. So it wouldn't shock me um, if he's out for a fair bit of time. And, you know, he just kept going for that calf and everything. And, you know, he wasn't too happy uh, with it and he couldn't even get himself to half time. So I would suggest it's not looking too good um, for Callum Wilson uh, for the next couple of weeks. So I'd definitely be looking to shift him out of your side if you've got him. And probably the same with Alan Sam Maximan as well, because I think he was another one where he didn't really have too much impact um, when, he, he obviously pulled up with the injury, um, so I think his hamstring um, or whatever it was, his calf or anything, doesn't look too good. So it's going to be um, an interesting one to see You know what Newcastle want to do. Obviously, there's all the talk of all the money they can spend in January, but you know they might have to reassess now because we obviously needed defenders, we thought. But if these players here that you can see on screen, Ryan Fraser, Callum Wilson and Sam Maximan, are going to be injured, you're going to need to get some new attackers in because... From there, you know, Joel Linton's the, the box-to-box Dan these days. So, you know, he's not an attacker. <laughs> and no, he's
2: like What a position now you're in. Like, you look great this morning in, in parts. And then all of a sudden you've got three injuries. To three key players
0: was bittersweet, wasn't it? Because obviously, you know, if you'd offered me a point before the game, I would have taken it hands down. But I was yeah. was getting through the game and I was thinking, you know, anything less than three from this game, um, you know, is probably not going to be too good of a service. And then obviously those two players went off injured, Callum Wilson and Sam McMan. And I'm just thinking, looking at the fixtures going, if we don't win this one, then these boys are going to be out for a fair bit of time and we really desperately do need three points, but there is um, a small glimmer of hope, uh, obviously, at the minute, and I've just seen this as well pop up on my feed so I will share it just for a little bit of information for, uh, for FPL managers who's from Luke Edwards, who is not a very well-liked uh, Newcastle journalist by all means, but he's he's got the inside information that says we're very close to having the game against Everton called off because of COVID and injuries. Obviously, the three um, from this morning the bench that we had, we had a couple of young players on. So I'm not really too sure what's happening with the COVID situation at Newcastle at the minute. I've heard that there are a few uh, positive cases. Eddie Howe confirmed that in his press conference as well. So
2: yeah, yeah. He was chatting after the game, wasn't he, in his press conference after he went? Uh, what do you think about you? Obviously, any 13 players to field a t- for, like to go for the game to go ahead, and he was like, "I think by the next game, we're going to be beyond that number."
0: We're the only um, team in the league to have not had a game postponed so far. So I think it is just a matter of time before something sort of hits us with the the situation that's going on at the minute. Um, I definitely wouldn't be shocked if our game against Everton does end up being called off. So it's a difficult one because we obviously play in two days' time. So if you're going to make transfers now, um, it's very, very risky. So it, it's a weird one. I personally would hold off on the Damari Gray transfer if you're going to be looking at him. Um, as a as a player to get into your team um, because of that reason, and just wait to see uh, what sort of happens there. But it's uh, it's an interesting one at Newcastle at the minute. No one's really too sure what's happening. But we'll move on to another question from Mark uh, Ammer and Ollie. He says Alonso to Regulon. What's your thoughts on that one?
1: I've said Regulon earlier on in the season did really really well. Um, Chelsea at the moment they have a good fixture against Brighton, um, but going forward. It's not the best one, is it? You've got Liverpool home, City away, Tottenham at home, you know, traditional big six sides. And then obviously the Club World Cup will be impacting that um, January to February. They've got two blanks, 24-25. So, I mean, they will probably have the double in 22, but they do have the City game thrown in there. Um, So Chelsea's fixture list in regards to that isn't brilliant. Whereas Tottenham's, I can't remember who touched on it with LaRice before. We had the, the, the LaRice comment saying that uh, Tottenham's fixtures are good, um, and they absolutely are. Um, so I would be making that transfer in a heartbeat yeah i think regulon's been
0: brilliant this season he looks even better under antonio conte as well so i definitely think it's a uh, a good transfer to make just quickly there are obviously a fair few of you in here and obviously the deadline is approaching so get any and all questions that you do have uh into the comments as we've got here jack we've got another one antonio as a captaincy option what do you make of that one?
2: antonio as a captain wow um Listen, he's not a bad bad shout, is he? he? He obviously saved himself 45 minutes in the last game week. Him lining up for the next game week. I think he could be a decent option, to be fair. Obviously, I've personally not got him in my team yet. I am looking at him, but a Watford fixture away from home. That could be quite tasty for them. I'm not too sure what his record is, but that could be quite a decent fixture, to be fair. Yeah,
0: it's it's an interesting one. And obviously, we talk a lot about West Ham and how they're going to slow down at one point. I can certainly see it now. But, you know, they're, they're obviously known. They beat Chelsea a couple of weeks ago. So they definitely can turn up and uh, and do a lot of things. So, we, you know, we'll move on to the next question. But I definitely think it's a, uh, it's a fair shout that you make there. And hopefully, Antonio can, uh, can start firing for all the managers, including myself, who have got him in their team. Uh, will Dennis play this game week? I'm fairly certain if Watford's game goes ahead, that Dennis will be playing. Um, yeah, obviously we'll just have to leave been- yet. Yeah, he doesn't have to leave for AFCON or anything yet. So, he's got this week and uh, next game week as well to uh, to play. So, I think if you've got him in your team, as Oli just confirmed there, he probably will be playing. Um, he's got all the chance to play. So, it just depends on if uh, if Ranieri wants to pick him in the team, which I'm sure he'd be uh, crazy to not want to start Dennis because he's been on absolute fire this season. Got another question?
1: So that one over here. I'll just research it then. So, just, just having a look through and Dennis at the moment you know he's got the call he's in the squad for nigeria but it doesn't have to leave yet so he should start yeah absolutely
0: and uh obviously anyone who is watching along enjoying the content make sure you're liking and subscribing to the channel as well because you can always catch the podcast and the live stream before the deadline for all the fpl help that you could ever need we've got another one from fishy jack and he says jota and ronaldo or sala ambrosia uh,
2: that's jota and Ronaldo and sala ambrosia well, like, listen, this is the predicament I'm in there as well. I'm looking at Jota and they're actually the moves I was looking at, apart from Ronaldo out. Um, I'm going to Brozier and Jota, definitely my hit list. Salah to come out after the next game week. I think I'm going to stick with him this week. I'll uh, I'll roll over. But if you're going out there, I don't think it's a bad move. I'd be more looking at maybe a KDB, I reckon. Um if you're taking Salah out, get KDB out. Ronaldo with United, I'm not totally convinced what's going on at United. I don't know what's going to happen against Burnley. They might just part the bus, shut the door, and then we've got nothing. We can't even get the ball to Ronaldo. So how can we score? Um, so I'm, I'm going to go. If you can bring a City asset in, maybe instead with a KDB or a Son, I think instead of a instead of a Ronaldo.
0: Yeah, I think that's a very fair point that you make. You know, you've got to have some sort of Man City representation in your team because they just are so good, even if they do get rotated a fair bit. we have got another one, start one, King, Pukki or Brozier. I think that's a very, very difficult question. Um, Obviously, you're you're not usually going to back a Norwich player in, but Pukki does like to score the goals. Josh King, they've got a relatively difficult fixture for West Ham. I think Brozier definitely wouldn't be starting out of the three because they've got Spurs and Spurs are looking quite good at the minute. I think it's between King and Pukki. And I think just on the in terms of who the better player for me, I think is, I probably would go uh with Josh King, but Pookie probably has the more favourable fixture. So it sort of depends what you're you're kind of looking for um from your striker. But um yeah, I'd say it's between King and Pookie. Oli, I don't really know if you sort of have a, a strong opinion on this
1: one because I can't really pick between the two. Well, I mean I was I was when I was reading that question, I was like King definitely. But I could be swayed. I think home fixture. I'll go King. Obviously, Palace away is in a bad fixture for Norwich, but I'll, I'll go King just on the back that they've got a home fixture um, against yeah. West Ham, um, and King will be up there. Yeah, absolutely. But it's absolutely. just with Dennis if he plays. That's the only issue as well. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm going to change my. I'm going to go Pookie. I'm going to Pookie just on, on the basis pookie that Pookie party. I'm just on the basis that Dennis is probably the number one option for goals at. at at Watford at the moment, probably the number one, you know, the focal point, I should say. I couldn't find my words then. Uh, the focal point for Watford. Um, so I think Pookie being the focal point himself at Norwich with a decent fixture, albeit away. Um, I'll go Pookie just over. Uh, okay,
2: it's close. Just, just said the, the like the King one, obviously with Dennis going away. Like, is Cucho not a good asset to be looking at?
1: Not a bad one. Don't mind that call. That's left
2: field. Yeah. Did he score earlier you know, in the season? Was it? Was it Bill five, yeah, he's five mil, and he's. He's contributed. Where is he on here? I'm going to bring him up now on the on the on the stats. He's actually looked pretty decent. He's gone uh, what two goals, one assist. But he's actually looked quite lively in the games. He actually scored a cracker of a goal, I think, uh, in that in that game versus City as well. Um, or was it against? Or was it the first game of the season against Villa? But he, I thought he looked pretty decent. And if you're trying to save a bit of budget, budget, I say he's probably going to play while Dennis is away as well. Um, I like him, me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Bro- Brogia, just on this just comment further down, saying Dennis or Broja, we're not going to go to, we can't go to every question. So if you can't, you know, got Discord open, links that in the, in the captions. So if you want those questions answered, we're not going to be able to get to every one of them, but we will try and get to as many as can on the Discord later on before the deadline. Uh, but just while we're on this topic, I think Broja long term is probably the better option because Dennis is obviously away. Yeah. But once Dennis comes back, I'd take him over Broja. Uh, just while we're on that, any more questions you got there, Elders? There's, there's an absolute ton, and thanks to all of you for sending those in. Um, have we got yep. another one we want to go to? There is a lot of them. I
0: think I want to bring this one up on the screen because I can relate to it. what <laughs> brand of toilet paper should you buy in preparation on, for the Leicester game as a non-Sala owner. I think any toilet paper will do as long as you're getting a 12-pack because I think you're going to need a lot of it um, to be honest. So it's going to be an interesting one. That game is obviously the one that everyone's going to have their eyes on um, and they're going to be wanting to watch to see what Mohamed Salah uh, can do. We've got another one where it says what the best strikers are uh, for a free hit this week. I think for me, if you're going for three Three of them. I'll be going with Edward from Palace because they've got Norwich. I'll be going with Harry Kane. I'm probably, I'm fancying Romelu Lukaku. I think he's uh, he's going to get another return this week against Brighton. Uh, as obviously uh, Spike said there, in the 20, 121 year history, Brighton has never scored away at Chelsea. So I think Lukaku's definitely um, going to maybe have a field day Um, in this game he obviously likes to bully players we saw it uh, against Aston Villa so it's going to be uh, a, a one to keep your eye on for me personally I think Lukaku obviously hasn't torn it up this season like we thought he was going to do there was a lot of hope from um, when he first transferred but you know maybe this is going to be uh, the time for him I've got another one asking about transferring out Gallagher or Bernardo I'll probably get rid of Gallagher myself wait for Bernardo see what he can do for the next couple of weeks Um, as well but you know We've got a lot of comments there, but we do have to touch on our transfers ever so quickly as well, so you're more than welcome to uh, to keep the comments coming. Obviously can't promise that we'll get to all of them, but as Ollie mentioned before the Discord link is down in the description below, so if you're wanting questions there, there are plenty of people in that community who can uh, can help you out, and a lot of wonderful, wonderful people um, if I do say so myself as well. So in terms of our transfers, boys Ollie, what are your transfers going to be this week? I know you mentioned Brozier. Is there going to be any other ingoings or outgoings for your team this week,
1: uh, no. Obviously, Wilson's the one that's going to come out for Brozier with the injury. I think that's the only one. I thought about taking a hit, but I don't think I will. I think that'll be the only one I will make.
0: I think that's a, a fair point that you make, Jack. What are your transfers going to be? Do you know something?
2: I was looking at Damari Gray, and <laughs> I've, I've put a thorn in your side, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've thrown. I, I don't know. Like, no. Is that is that no L from you or not? What's going on?
0: It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because you don't know what's going to happen and. The COVID situation last week at Newcastle, Eddie Howe said they've got no positive cases. So for him to come out now and say that
2: yeah.
0: it's not looking good, I think something must be brewing up behind the scenes that doesn't look very good.
2: Yeah, and thing is, I made that move, and then I saw the press conference about half an hour later because I watched the game. I watched the game. I thought, oh, Gray against Newcastle is going to tear it up. and I thought I'll get him in now, and then I saw the press conference. I was like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> So yeah. Damari Gray, i brought him in, right? So, but even if he doesn't play the game after is fine, because I think Smith Row, I brought him in for Smith Row. Uh so with Smith Row against City, I don't think it's going to be like affect the game. I hope it doesn't anyway. So, but I think Damari Grey, long term anyway, is going to be okay because he's got Brighton, Norwich, Villa thereafter. So I'm quite happy and quite content. I can still get 10 plays on the pitch because Ramsdale's my goalkeeper, Foster's out. So I think I'm, I'm I'm still content with with what I've got.
0: I think that's a very astute transfer that you're going to be making. Um, obviously, if, if the game does go ahead, I think it's a good transfer. But obviously, if it doesn't, um, it's not looking like the best one. But, you know, you, you can't control it these days with the COVID situation. And you know, obviously, Jack's got, a life as well so he's not just waiting all the time for fpl and all that stuff so if people do make these transfers early i see a lot of people on twitter that grill into people for not waiting right up until deadline for making their fpl transfer but you do have to remember that people do have lives outside of fpl and people can't always afford to just sit there and wait to deadline they've got other things to do so it's not always possible for people Uh, in terms of my transfers for this week i'm going to be boring and for the the 54 of you on youtube that are in here now um if you if you haven't been here before i'm one that, that rolls over quite a bit. I like to roll over my free transfer. So I'm doing what they, what's called the, the infamous Elliot Craig rollover uh, as referred to by the rest a lot on the podcast. So I'll be saving one of my free transfers and fielding uh, a fairly good team for this week, I think. But um, obviously my captain is going to be King Min Son this week, boys. I said it on Twitter earlier to the guru who can't be with us tonight that it is going to be King Min Son for me this week because I don't own Mohamed Salah. But um, Ollie,
1: what are you doing this week? Are you getting Salah back into your team or not? No, I've just made the one transfer, as I said before, mate. Uh, Captaincy-wise, um, it's going to be a tough one to see who I go with. Um, I want to back Ronaldo in, obviously, how bad Burnley are. I know Ronaldo was poor. I'm probably going to back Ronaldo in
0: as captain. That's interesting. I do like that. Obviously, you don't like Burnley. Um, I think it's ballsy to large, go with Ronaldo. That's a large
1: factor. And I think, I, think he, I think he'll score. I think he might back a brace. Um, I think you might do okay. Uh, see you later, Quentin. Thanks for your contributions. Um, but I'm going to go Ronaldo. I think it's a it's a very good point that you make there. And Jack, finally, who's your captain going to be for this week?
2: I've got my armband on at the minute. Mo Salah. <laughs> I've got Salah. I've got a Salah on, and it's just just because Ralph didn't convince me this morning against Burnley. Um, I think it's a great fixture on paper for United and for Ronaldo. He's got vice-captaincy on, so but obviously anything can change in the next couple of hours. Well, we've got two hours till the deadline at the minute. However, that might change, possibly. Um, but, oh yeah, I've got Salah and Ronaldo on vice, and I hate to go against Ronaldo against Burnley. It's such a good fixture, isn't it?
0: It is, but you know, obviously there is this one man, Ralph Rangnick, there on the <laughs> screen, who's uh, who's not necessarily doing the the best of Man United at the minute. So can I just
1: can I just say on the deadline change, Jack? I doubt that it's going to change because there's three games on at two o'clock our time. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. yeah, three sorry, yeah. three three p.m. kickoffs, and I don't think all of those are going to get postponed. So I think the deadline no, should say in half before they we'll get timing, <laughs> which would so, be sorry rip- with the time difference.
2: I'm all over the place. I my <laughs> apologies, but yes, and the bees oh. <laughs> and the bees. <laughs> Is <laughs> zero anyway? We'll uh we'll move on
0: to the, the guru section for today, which is going to be ran by uh, our very own Ollie Walker Peel, not the, the resident guru of FPL. But any questions that you might have, and um, which ha- we haven't managed to answer, might be answered here uh, by the guru section from Ollie. So, Ollie, uh, I'll ask you to take it away. Usually, uh, the guru does his three players to watch, he's noted it down in the document as three players, but he's only gone with two today, hasn't he, Ollie? So, I uh, take us through. The, the Guru's two picks brought to you by Ollie Walker-Peel.
1: Well, in, for all intents and purposes, he may well only have gone with one because Damari Gray, we've talked about at length, that game might get called off. Uh, but obviously, Damari Gray at the moment, 8.6% owned. Um, obviously, had the great game at Star a little while ago that has a lot of people you know, in his memory. I mean, obviously, a lot of people went with him earlier on in the season, did so well and then called off. But, Definitely a good option. Great comment there from Leanne saying Ralph Raniuk if we ordered him from Wish, quality, quality banter. So there's so one. Did they order the actual Ralph from at this point then. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> uh, but, but home home to Newcastle. Usually they're pretty bad in defence. We all know that. Um, so we'll have to see if that one goes ahead. Uh, ben Davies is the other one. Southampton away, two point two percent owned. And um, there was a question. If you scroll up a little bit, uh, Jack, there was a question saying which defenders do you go with from Tottenham? If they aren't named Regulon, and I think there was a second one in there as well. Um, I can't exactly remember. who. Yes, uh, it wasn't that one. There was a different one as well, but there's another one that mentions Davies in there. Um, Davies is a good option for mine. I don't mind it. I'm gonna just try and find that comment about um Tottenham defenders. It was a little while ago now. Is it which first um, defender to go besides Regulon and Emerson? That's the one by Game Boy. There we go. Davies is, is probably the one for me. I don't mind that as an option. It's a great pick by the guru. Low owned, gets forward. Um can obviously, you know, if he plays, can um, obviously Elliot didn't um have have that go his way, but definitely a good option and I don't mind it. He should play this week
0: if he's been rested. I think he'll he'll play this game for sure. Oli, we've got a question from Quentin there. We know how much you love Josh Brownhill and Burnley as well, with that massive Blackburn flag in the background. But do you think he's a
1: great cheap option for bench fodder? Let's get that in view. There we go. Look at that absolute quality. <laughs> um, but it, to be honest, let, let's be honest. If I'm taking my Blackburn glasses off, um, he is a good option. If you're if you're genuinely looking for for an unbiased view on a bench player. He probably is the best one. Uh, so I, you know, I'm not going to be getting him in, obviously. Um, but, you know, obviously if you're not playing by that rule of having no Burnley players in, which I am, I'm not going to be getting him in, um, but, you know, probably a good option for you. Um, if, if, you at, um, if you want.
0: We'll move on to uh, your three teams to back then Guru uh, for this week. So which three teams have you gone with?
1: I can't
2: believe just, you're calling the guru. Just quickly,
0: this pains me to Kawali, I,
1: I
2: don't, I don't call him the guru. I don't think you can call him the, 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 the guru. How dare you stand where he's stand?
1: My, my, my <laughs> head has just got slightly <laughs> larger off the back the of back the wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is if you want a Matt Day off, wish this um, unbelievable. Um, yeah, I, Quentin, I'm not rising. I'm not rising to <laughs> you. I've done <heard> it three <laughs> times before. I'm not rising. You're trying to bait me. You're trying to do the, one of the, one of these ones. You're trying to get me out with the uh, the old fishing rod. Not today, mate. Not today. Um, but if we move on to the actual things that are happening in terms of the guru, we've got to get onto uh, to his team's back. We've got three of the traditional big six. We've got Liverpool, we've got Chelsea, and we've got Tottenham. We mentioned Tottenham away at Spurs. A decent fixture there. Chelsea, home to Brighton. Ospike with a, one of the more mental stats that I've um, heard in a while that Brighton have never scored away against Chelsea. Crazy stat. So Chelsea, probably obviously, on that at the moment looking decent to uh, potentially continue that run. Um, And of course, the one we haven't mentioned there out of those three in depth is Liverpool. um, Away at Leicester, which is quite a tough fixture. It's usually always played around uh, you know, the festive period they usually do well as well. I remember on Boxing Day a couple of years ago, they absolutely hammered Leicester. So, you know, good one there. Obviously, last couple of fixtures for Salah and Mana head away, still, so we wanted to uh grab a few goals before they head off to AFCON. So, I definitely um astute three picks there from uh from the real guru delivered to you by the uh by the fake guru uh here today. I can't believe we've we found
0: someone that talks more than the actual guru in his own section, Jack, haven't we? So, I think that's but, uh,
1: quite the but... achievement.
0: <laughs>
2: but talks less than Chris Reid.
0: That's true. He does talk less than the human fence.
2: That just found the happy medium.
0: (laughs) Yeah, In between, in the middle, bang down the middle. Uh, You've got your your captain picks as well. And there's a lot of questions uh, in the live comments asking about captain picks and who to captain this week. So your options, uh, just your normal captains, uh, please, Oli
1: Walker Uh, Peel. Right, Let's go with the captains. Uh, We'll leave the curve ball until last. Again, three players that we expect to be here. Salah, Um, The first of two Liverpool players that the Gurus mentioned. um, Obviously, against Leicester, you know, I think he's going to be hauling here, 10 plus at least. Uh, That's my prediction for this game. And not having Salah it's going to hurt, but... um... You know, I think that's going to happen. Uh, Diogo Schotter is another one. Uh, The Guru's noted a great record against Leicester, so he expects that one to continue, obviously. Um, One that I've transferred out recently as well, so I'm not looking forward to this game. And Jungmin Son is the third one uh, from Tottenham, who's obviously, again, like we said before, Tottenham, doing well at the moment. Son is going to be a big part of that, you should think. So, uh, a good third captain shout. And in terms of the curveball, Romelu Lukaku. Elliot, you mentioned it before. You fancy him to to fill his boots against Brighton. Obviously, um, as you say, um, never scored Brighton away at Chelsea. But at the other end of the pitch, they've got to keep the goals out themselves. um, And I don't back them to do it. I think Romelu Lukaku could have a field day here.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. So everyone that was asking, there's been a lot of questions. If you don't have Salah uh, in your team, as as one just pops up there, if you don't have if you can't captain Salah, who should you captain? Um, so you've got some good options there. You've got Yota, Son, and Lukaku as well. And I'm sure most managers, if you don't have Salah, you'll have one of those three in your team. If not, there's still are plenty of good options. A Man City midfielder is another good shout as well, but not one that the uh, the Guru has mentioned. We've uh, we've also got the the Guru Scout 11, which is the best team that you can field this week uh, within the one hundred million budget so for everyone asking questions about you know which players to get in this week which players are going to do the best for you you know if you're playing your free hit this team's also a great one to go with uh, as well so ollie i'll, uh, I'll have to ask you to, to take us through the team as the the guru in place of today so take us through the the reasoning behind matt day the
1: guru's picks for this team i mean obviously i don't live in his head rent free so i can't actually provide his actual reasoning but i can try and do my best summations just while you know i've got a bit of air time just want to say there are a lot of questions Um, and we do want to answer them all. We can't get to them all live, but like we say, get to the Discord uh, down below in the description, and there are tons of people there to answer all of your questions, so get yourself down there, and you can be part of a wonderful FPL Addicts community. On to the Scout 11, easy one in net, David De Gea, Burnley at home, should be a clean sheet there. Don't clip it if it doesn't happen, but I think it will be, so a safe one, and also save points, as we saw this morning. Davies, we've talked about, Southampton away, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, obviously, good records, got a goal um, away at the King Power not too long ago. Zinchenko is an interesting one, probably in there to get a cheap way into the City defence. Obviously, not the one that we talk about the most in terms of City defenders, but a decent one. Uh, there's actually notes on Mason Holgate. Um, obviously, zero attackers for Newcastle if the game goes ahead. Um, obviously, they've been injury ravaged, so decent one. And he's a cheap way into the Everton back line. If you move into the midfield, Salah, Shotter, Son, we've already talked about. Phil Foden rounds out that midfield four. Um against Brentford away. Obviously, Man City, embarrassment of riches. We did talk about it before on the podcast and Foden's a big part of that. When he goes, can go big as well. Um, you know, there's not really a happy medium, is there, with Foden? He either blanks or goes huge. Um, so, if Foden goes huge and, um, you know, you're in for a big score. And then a front two, uh, we talked about them both at length. Dennis against West Ham at home and Lukaku against Brighton at home. Rounds out the 11. Decent scout 11 there. and We'll have to see how it gets on next week. I think it's a it's a really good
0: pick there from, from the guru Ollie. And I think you know you make some some really good points. He's obviously got the notes there. So the guru's done most of the work presented to you there by Ollie Walker Peel. And obviously the, the bits of information that aren't listed on the document, Ollie's had to, to give his sort of expert analysis on it as well. So we thank you uh very much for that one, Ollie. And obviously, as Ollie said, with all the questions, um if we can't get to answering them, we will wrap up in just a minute, then it's definitely worth um, you know, making your way into the Discord, joining the wonderful community. And uh, you know, getting to know a bunch of FPL managers better, and uh, you know, getting your questions answered as well. But I think that's pretty much going to be the uh, the end of the podcast today, boys. For me, um, I don't really have too much more to add. We thank you all so much for watching, and we haven't really had a, a turnout like this. Um, ever really so we thank you all for all the questions um as i said if if we didn't answer it get to the discord i can't believe how many times i said it tonight but it really is uh worth your time if you don't know who pizza boy is yet you will soon if you join the discord and i promise (laughs) you promise you any issue any time of day he will be there to help you with your fpl problems and he usually gives pretty spot-on advice um so i'm sure he'll be happy to help but obviously best of luck with game week 20 if you haven't already make sure you're hitting the like button and subscribing down below so you can join the live stream next week and bring any questions along with you Uh, as always may all your fpl dreams come true for game week 20 take care stay safe bye for now
1: And Jungmin Son is the third one uh, from Tottenham, who's obviously, again, like we said before, Tottenham, doing well at the moment. Uh, Son is going to be a big part of that, you should think, so uh, a good third captain shout. And in terms of the curveball, Romelu Lukaku, Elliot, you mentioned it before, you fancy him to to fill his boots against Brighton. Obviously, um, as you say, um, never scored Brighton away at Chelsea, but at the other end of the pitch, they've got to keep the goals out themselves. Um, And I don't back them to do it. I think Romelu Lukaku could have a field day here
0: yeah I agree with you so everyone that was asking there's been a lot of questions if you don't have Salah uh, in your team as, as one just popped up there if you don't have if you can't captain Salah who should you captain um, so you've got some good options there you've got Yota Son and Lukaku as well and I'm sure most managers if you don't have Salah you'll have one of those three in your team if not there's still a plenty of good options a Man City midfielder is another good shot as well but not one that the uh, the Guru has mentioned we've uh, we've also got the, the Guru Scout 11 which is the best team that you can field this week uh, within the one 100 million budget so for everyone asking questions about you know which players to get in this week which players are going to do the best for you you know if you're playing your free hit this team's also a great one to go with uh, as well so Oli, I'll, uh, I'll have to ask you to, to take us through the team as the the guru in place of today so take us through the the reasoning behind matt day the guru's picks for this team
1: I mean, obviously, I don't live in his head rent-free, so I can't actually provide his actual reasoning, but I can try and do my best summations just while, you know, I've got a bit of airtime. Just want to say there are a lot of questions... Um, and we do want to answer them all. We can't get to them all live. But like we say, get to the Discord uh, down below in the description. And there are tons of people there to answer all of your questions. So get yourself down there. And you can be part of a wonderful FPL Addicts community. On to the Scout 11. Easy one in net. David De Gea. Burnley at home. Should be a clean sheet there. Don't clip it if it doesn't happen. But I think it will be. So a safe one. And also save points as we saw this morning. Davies we've talked about. Southampton away. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, obviously, good records, got a goal um, away at the King Power not too long ago. Zinchenko is an interesting one, probably in there to get a cheap way into the City defence. Obviously, not the one that we talk about the most in terms of City defenders, but a decent one. Uh, there's actually notes on Mason Holgate. Um, obviously, zero attackers for Newcastle if the game goes ahead. Um, obviously, they've been injury ravaged, so decent one. And he's a cheap way into the Everton back line. If you move into the midfield, Salah, Jota, Son, we've already talked about. Phil Foden rounds out that midfield four. Um against Brentford away. Obviously, Man City, embarrassment of riches. We did talk about it before on the podcast and Foden's a big part of that. When he goes, can go big as well. Um, you know, there's not really a happy medium, is there, with Foden? He either blanks or goes huge. Um, so, if Foden goes huge then, um, you know, you're in for a big score. And then a front two, uh, we talked about them both at length. Dennis against West Ham at home and Lukaku against Brighton at home. Rounds out the 11. Decent scout 11 there. and We'll have to see how it gets on next week. I think
0: it's a it's a really good pick there from, from the guru Ollie. And I think you know you make some, some really good points. He's obviously got the notes there. So the guru's done most of the work presented to you there by Ollie Walker Peel. And obviously the, the bits of information that aren't listed on the document, Ollie's had to, to give his sort of expert analysis on it as well. So we thank you uh, very much for that one, Ollie. And obviously, as Ollie said, with all the questions, um if we can't get to answering them, we will wrap up in just a minute, And it's definitely worth um you know making your way into the Discord, joining the wonderful community. And, uh, you know, getting to know a bunch of FPL managers better and, uh, you know, getting your questions answered as well. But I think that's pretty much going to be the uh, the end of the podcast today, boys. For me, um, I don't really have too much more to add. We thank you all so much for watching. And um, we haven't really had a, a turnout like this um, ever, really. So we thank you all for all the questions. Um, as I said, if, if we didn't answer it. Get to the Discord. I can't believe how many times I've said it tonight, but it really is uh, worth your time. If you don't know who Pizza Boy is yet, you will soon if you join the Discord. And (laughs) I promise you... I promise you any issue any time of day he will be there to help you with your fpl problems and he usually gives pretty spot-on advice um so i'm sure he'll be happy to help but obviously best of luck with game week 20 if you haven't already make sure you're hitting the like button and subscribing down below so you can join the live stream next week and bring any questions along with you Uh, as always may all your fpl dreams come true for game week 20 take care stay safe bye for now